First things first. Yesterday we saw the um, the application for leave to appeal uh, hearing take place, and uh, it was eventually dismissed. But then uh, after that, um, Royal AM came out to say uh, to threaten the PSL again to say you still cannot go on with the with the playoffs because we have an interdict that still remains in place. That created a bit of confusion because uh, one would expect that the, the interdict itself was premised on the the the, the outcome of the uh, application for leave to appeal. And now with the le- application for leave to appeal having been dismissed, the interdict would have no basis. Yes. The interdict... Um uh, partially, so it falls away. But remember, in terms of the law, if an application for leave to appeal has been dismissed, remember the applicant still has the right to petition a judge president, uh, uh, and then uh, a judge president, when he grant, if he granted petition, it means the matter should proceed to be heard in the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein. So it's possible that a judge can dismiss an application for leave to appeal um, and the judge president can grant a petition. And if a petition has been granted, uh, it means that uh, the matter it is still pending. So, and Again, remember the appellant was, his argument was also based in terms of uh, Section 18 of the Supreme Court Act Mm. uh, uh, to say that the leave leave to appeal uh, suspend uh, the interdict. And also remember the leave appeal, it is done by the very same judge who has, uh, in most cases, the very same judge who has granted uh, the interim, the interdict, yeah. is the one who should hear an application for leave to appeal. So in most cases, it is it, it is not always does not happen that a judge uh, gives a judgment and later say yes, I'm wrong, uh, therefore a leave to appeal is successful. Only future judges can do that. But in this case, the interdict falls away and. Uh, however, the appellate still have a remedy to approach the judgment and through the so-called a petition, application for a, a petition. You petition the judge president who will then listen, uh, decide your case on paper. You will not come to court to argue your petition. You will only read through the papers and then make a decision, a, a ruling that will determine whether you must proceed to go to the Supreme Court of Appeal or uh, your case is the end of the case. So until until the the appealing party here, Royal AM, uh, makes that uh, petition, uh, it means they are interdict, which was granted by acting Judge Nyati on Monday, uh, falls away and um, the PSL can go ahead with the playoffs just up until that petition has been granted. That's correct, because uh, remember, uh, the so-called an interdict, 
is a is a in its nature is a temporary relief or a temporary court order, uh, uh, depending on the outcome of certain processes. So that is why an interdict is not something permanent. In fact, if maybe they will have opted to make an application in terms of uh, Rule 612C of the Supreme Court Act, uh, which is an application for reconsideration, I believe that they will have more grounds to challenge uh, the status quo. Uh, because remember, in an appeal, uh, and also you need to understand that a leave to appeal, an application for leave to appeal, is not the same as appeal. When you do a leave to appeal, it means you didn't yet start the appeal. You are still going to do your appeal if your leave to appeal becomes successful. And remember, a leave to appeal and the appeal itself, they limit you to talk about certain things. They restrict you. Uh, you, you must only talk about the mistakes of the judge when he made a judgment or a ruling. So when you bring an application, in a situation whereby somebody has obtained an interdict on agent basis, you, if you bring an application for reconsideration in terms of Rule 6, Sub-Rule 12, Paragraph C of the Supreme Court Act, that it gives you power uh, uh, or, or, or more advantage to talk of uh, uh, many facts. Uh, uh, so that you can get that court order or that interdict being set aside or being valid. So now, let's look back a little bit now. Um, according to the rules of the game, any disgruntled party not happy with the outcomes of the PSL disciplinary committee can take the matter on arbitration, but the decision of the arbitration is final and binding, according to the, the NSL handbook. However, the PSL to, seem to be taking sides when instead of enforcing the order by arbitration to award the three points and three goals to Sikukuni United, took the matter to court for a declaratory order. Were they wrong? Shouldn't they have uh, enforced the order by arbitration instead of seeking a declaratory order on it? No, they were not wrong. Remember, in this country, South Africa is a constitutional state. It's got a constitution. And when you take the constitution, uh, section 2 of the constitutional 808 of 1996, it says the constitution is the supreme law of the country. So any other law does not supersede the, the constitution now. When you go further, the, sec- the constitution, the very same constitution, section 38, it tells you that any person has got the right to approach the, the high court if you think or feel that your right or interest has been violated. Now, that is the, the arbitration is a forum that which is far less from the, from the high court. Yeah. Uh, arbitration cannot make a decision that can supersede a decision that can be made by the High Court. Any decision taken anywhere, the High Court has, has the power to, to go back and change that decision. Same as the Supreme Court of Appeal has got powers to change a decision that has been taken by the High Court. So although the arbitration, uh, the award or the arbitration award or the decision of the arbitration has a binding effect, it does not mean that the High Court cannot touch or cannot change the decision that has been made by the arbitration. Now, 
what options do they still have? If, uh, let's say, for instance, they go to the Supreme Court of Appeal uh, to petition uh, it and the judge president of the SCA now uh, rejects that petition, um, can they still approach the Constitutional Court on the matter? Yes. Remember the petition, you must petition the judge president of the high court in the very same court where they are now. There yeah. is a judge president. Okay. He, uh, for example, Johannes said uh, we know that the judge president is Honorable Judge um, Lambo. Yeah. So they must petition uh, the Honorable Judge, and if the Honorable Judge grants them uh, that petition, and it's only then they can approach the Supreme Court of Appeal. Yeah. We, we cannot uh, predict what will be the outcome of the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloomfontein, but that is the option they are having. And still, if they are not happy with the outcome of the Supreme Court of Appeal, they still have uh, the last option, which is uh, the Constitutional Court, to file necessary papers there uh, to challenge the validity of the decision of the Supreme Court of Appeal. But when they approach the High Court, they must be able to prove that they are, they are, they are, some of their rights in terms of the Constitution have been violated. Not every case can be heard by the Constitutional Court unless you must prove to the Constitutional Court that your constitutional rights have been violated. Now, the High Court... Um well, recognize that the rules of football do state that the order by arbitration is binding and upheld the decision to award the three points to Sikukun United, which then prompted uh, <clears throat> Royal uh, AM in the first instance to appeal the decision. Now, the question is based on uh, the fact that the leave application, uh, the the application for leave to appeal was has now been dismissed, and they are now seeking to go to the Supreme Court uh, via other means. Uh, is there any court at all that can still arrive at a different conclusion? The judge yesterday did say that um, all, all all arguments haven't been made. Rules are rules, and the NSL has rules which all the clubs um, have agreed uh, they are bound by. So can they agree uh, with the NSL rules at the beginning of the season that these are the rules that we are going to be bound by and when things do not go their way, approach the court and, 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 and still have that decision by arbitration overturned by by a court i'm just saying in the context of the fact that at the beginning of the season these are the rules that the club have agreed that we will be bound by these rules yes it's possible that the supreme court of appeal can turn down everything remember all the cases that goes to the supreme court of appeal is because they were they were held by the judges in the high court and the appellant or the agreed party that the judges did not apply the law correctly. Mm. That is why you see some cases go to the Supreme Court of Appeal and they succeed. And the judges there will say the court, the judge was wrong or the High Court was wrong in applying uh, to the matter. Let me just give uh, give you a very quick example. Remember, we had a law uh, which was in black and white. It, it was a provision or one of the provisions in the Constitution to say the South Africans who are abroad, they cannot vote. And then you'll recall that the DA uh, uh, took this matter to court up until constitutional court to say this specific clause uh, uh, of the Constitution is wrong. It needs to be amended violated people's rights. People, South Africans who are abroad need to be allowed to vote. So 
mean that if something is there is a rule, it cannot be wrong. I'm just giving you an example yeah. with, with with a law that it was affecting all of us, which is what's contained in our constitution. So although there are some rules in the TFL or wherever, and although the High Court judge has quoted them and said the rules are rules, it is highly possible that the Supreme Court of Appeal judges can say the High Court did not apply its mind correctly to the facts of the matter, and the aggrieved parties or the appellants are correct. That would then mean that... Um after all is said and done, Royal AM still have a case to be heard. Yes, you know, in court, in South Africa, in terms of the law, we have a certain principle, a certain golden principle in terms of the law. It's called a Audi Agarampatem rule. So as long as somebody is not happy, is not satisfied, that person has the right to go all the channels, all the legal processes to, for, for, in order for his side of the story to be heard. Now, there's a situation with the case that is currently going on. Um, you see, when a party loses a case, uh, they can be forced to incur the legal cost too. Um, and this was the case yesterday where um, the, the judge ruled that uh, Royal AM should incur the cost, the legal cost of Sikukuni United uh, for participating in the uh, application for leave to appeal. But in this case, the financial implications are, are deeper than just the legal cost. Players' contracts are coming to an end at the end of June. And should the playoffs not conclude this month in June, some of these teams may be without players whose contracts would have lapsed by the end of the month. Now, is Royal AM perhaps running uh, the risk of being forced to play players' salaries who may be contracted just for the playoffs because it the playoffs would not have being concluded uh, based on the the legal challenges by Royal AM in the first place? Yeah, remember in a litigation, in a civil litigation, it's different, it's not the same as in a criminal litigation. Mm. In a civil litigation, there are always costs involved. Uh, if you are litigating, the party who will lose the case will pay the other, mm. the legal costs. But mm. remember... Uh, with regard to the fact that the contract of the players coming to an end at the end of June, uh, in in a civil litigation, it is always a problem. Just like if you want to, uh, you are having a funeral, uh, somebody wants to bury tomorrow, and there is a dispute amongst the family as to when the burial should take place and where the burial should take place. The other one will approach court and get an interdict to stop the funeral. Mm-hmm. You'll find that when you stop the funeral, the other one has already slaughtered a cow, mm-hmm. uh, has, has already prepared food that will be affected. Mm-hmm. There will be lots of damage. That mm-hmm. is always the case that where there is an interdict, there are consequences. But if there is a relief, which uh, in terms of the law, at the end of the day, the uh, those damages, there will be a relief to the party who has suffered damages to recover all the costs and the damages. All right, Advocate, uh, thank you very, very much for your time and putting matters into perspective. Thank you.